That's our gunner work. We're up to 248 right now. 240. It seems like just yesterday we were doing 124. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And and I think uh, by my math, we're, we're about like 10 years into this. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. I think yeah. that's right. Yeah. 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 So what's what's going on? Uh, well, I've just returned from the paradise that is Iceland, uh, which I enjoyed very much. Um, I've always wanted to go. And uh, so I was able to take the whole crew over and we enjoyed Icelandic horses, rode some of them, uh, saw more waterfalls than I think I've seen in quite some time, enjoyed mm-hmm. uh, the volcanic, the young earth they have over there. Um, mm-hmm. But more than anything, I think we all enjoyed a temperature which was half of what it is here. Uh, I think it was. And it's not because they use Celsius. Uh, well, I guess half of SA half, I guess I do mean Celsius. Yeah, it was, well, no, it was in the fifties and sixties and it's been in the hundred and hundred tens here. So yeah, I guess I do mean both ways. Uh, it was, uh, just an absolute delight. And I was a little bit worried about, uh, the kids, uh, Mm -hmm. getting excited about it. Um, but it was so breathtakingly beautiful at every turn that even the little ones, were able to sit still in tour buses for like a full day tour without complaining wow. about it. Yeah. So it was nice. Yeah. Huge success. Huge success. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, yeah. And the, uh, the cherry on top was, uh, was, was uh, the release of uh, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse on streaming, um, yes. which if you have not seen it yet, I strongly recommend both, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and then the sequel Across the Spider-Verse. Uh, okay. it, I think I've seen both several times now, and uh, man, what a good what a good bunch of movies these are. They are great. Yeah. If you were reluctant to see it because it is animated, or if you were reluctant to see it because you were worried about superheroes, you were reluctant to see it because it was Spider-Man, don't worry about any of those things. Just go see and enjoy uh, this absolutely spectacular piece of filmmaking. Strongly recommend it. Yeah. That's great. Oh, it sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, you can watch it on your way to Iceland. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's probably, uh, yeah, that's, that's well, well with, with Iceland did, is, did you see everything there at, or is, or did you leave stuff to like, yeah, when we come back, we got to check this other stuff out or. Oh yeah. Did not even get close. Uh, we really okay. had to stay within driving distance of Reykjavik. Um, okay. But, uh, and even then easily filled five days. Um, wow. Could easily have gone two weeks without breaking. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah Cause I, I didn't know if it would be like, uh, you sort of like, okay, that's, that's a volcano. Got it. You know, and, and, uh, but yeah, sounds like there's a lot to do. Oh, yeah. 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 That's right. That's right. And you can make it as physically, uh, demanding as you want. Right. Could have gone hiking mm-hmm. and all that other stuff or camping outside. Could have done that. Didn't. Mm-hmm. We, we stuck to the, uh, uh, we stuck to the bus tour scene, you know, um, yeah. but still in all, it was, uh, absolutely wonderful. It was great. Yeah. 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 Huh. Neat. Anyway, what's going on with you? Well, uh, uh, as far as Iceland, but, uh, yesterday, Laura and I went up to Nelson ledges park, uh, which is a local park. Uh, it's about 45 minutes from here, which is pretty cool. Uh, related to that where it's like, you know, it's really easy to just like walk around and not appreciate the surroundings and everything where 
Uh, this park is famous for their like waterfalls and ravines and cliffs you could fall off and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So like you're, you're just going through this, like, you know, like you could fall off the ravine, like, it, you know, down 50 feet where you can like get down to the bottom of it and have the walls like sort of like, you know, shoulder to shoulder, like the, the two walls. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, and you know caves you can go right into and stuff so it's and it's small uh but it was fun uh for us to check that out and you know i was was telling lauren it's like man it's like i'm surprised something like this exists like that like if a human created it you'd have to sign all kind of waivers and everything just because it's it's like so dangerous right yeah but it's like yeah it's a park have have at it you know the you know good luck and 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 there's nothing uh you know it, you know, it's not fenced off or anything. You know, it's out in the middle of uh, farm country, but uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. That's great. That's cool. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah. And and did you ever see the, there's a series on Netflix called Delete? No, I did not. Yeah. So uh, check it out if you like Black Mirror sort of things. Um it's you know basically the and I don't want to give too much of the plot away, uh, but it's uh, imagine there's this cell phone shaped camera that if you take a picture of a person with it, it sort of deletes them, and uh, yeah, and and there's like a whole you know there's like eight episodes worth of that, and and so just imagine it's like a dark mirror, eight episode long thing of this, and and it's set up for you know, a second season and all that, but it's, and it's not just like, yeah, go around deleting people. There's, there's more to it than that, uh, which, you know, it sort of plays out a couple episodes into it. And so I highly recommend that. It's it's a lot of fun. Makes you think. Right on. Oh, that's great. I love that stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So this, uh, this week uh, we're going to talk about open source generative AI and, uh, and how to poison them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we're gonna have a lot of fun with that. Uh, all all the things that could possibly go wrong. Uh, but uh, if if people want to get the links to uh, the Spider Verse movies and the delete and whatnot, uh, where should we uh, send them? Yeah, they can go to uh, dgshow.org. That's D is in Dave, G is in Gunner Show. dot org. Uh, and over on where what is it X Twitter, what have yeah. you. Did you yep. show D-O-T-O-R-G, or more likely you'll be on Mastodon, uh, which, right. where you can find us at dgshow, D-O-T-O-R-G, at mas.to. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, Cutting Room Floor, a uh, nice nice balance of, of a variety of things. Uh, so you got your fictional brands archive. So all, all the brands that you've seen in movies and stuff like that, all consolidated in one place with their history and everything. So it's yeah, you've got cool. your Wayland's Yutani, uh, mm-hmm. your Poyos Hermanos. What else? Yep. Waystar's uh, Cyberdyne. Cyberdyne yeah. Systems. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, was it the Apple Red Apple uh, from uh, the the Pulp Fiction movies and and Reservoir Dogs? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, so you got that going. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, there's also uh, for, you know, it's never too uh, early to start uh, thinking about Christmas gift ideas uh, for that special someone. And uh, 
got a link to uh, an article. There's a guy that's making Mac OS uh, uh, these. Uh, it's it's a a blanket that is a print of a, a black and white Mac OS desktop. <laughs> so like like a classic Mac OS desktop with the trash can and the yeah. super pixelated icons, but like each of the pixels is thread, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's all, it's a, you know, it's, it's great for, uh, um, you know, the, your man cave or woman cave or whatever cave you have. Um, it'd be good for that. Yeah. But you're, to me, you're... it's like, I, I'm, I want like a blue screen, a death one, uh, that, that would be a nice, that would bring out the blues in, in your room. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like, you know, the, the SGI workstations to get like an O2 throw pillow. I, I think that would be fun. Um, I mean, too, I, I would go for a, an OS2 warp. That's where Ooh. I'd be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you need 256 one. colors of thread to make that one work. Oh, yeah, yeah, you'd pay extra for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then um, last thing on the cutting room floor is the uh, Toronto Recursive History Project. So hmm. are, are you familiar with that? No, but I'm, I, I, feel, I have a feeling I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah, so go to Toronto, um, <laughs> and you're going to find a plaque there and the plaque commemorates the plaque. <laughs> How does it do that? Um, so I'll, I'll read what it says. Uh, it says, this plaque was commemorated on October 10th, 2018, uh, commemorating its own commemoration. Plaques <laughs> like this are one of an integral part of the campaign to support more plaques like this one. By reading this plaque, you have made a valuable addition to the number of people who've read this plaque. And to this day, <laughs> Uh, and up to the end of this sentence, this plaque contain, uh, continues to be read by people like yourself. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. So next next vacation, you can go take take uh, take everyone up to uh, Toronto and and check that out. That's right. Because well, we all have to be a part of history in this way, right? Yeah, recursively, yeah. Recursively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So remember last time we were talking about AI and the fortune cookie writers and all that? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And so just after that, you sent me uh, an article as a New York times article about uh, AI being the future of astrology. And it was a nice, you know, obviously New York times, well-written article about, you know, the, uh, what, uh, you know, fair and balanced reporting on that. Um, okay. And then I'm always looking at alternative, uh, uh, new sources to balance everything out. And uh, was it the, the UK? Uh, yeah. The daily star, uh, they had their, their cover on it too. Uh, the coverage of it, but the one that you found, I guess there was like a robot in a coffee shop or whatever. And you push a button and then there's like the thermal like paper from like a, like a receipt pops out of it. Mm-hmm. And then it has your uh, uh, horoscope and lucky numbers and whatnot. Um, but according to uh, the star, uh, it's uh, they say that experts cl- claim that bot clairvoyants are better than the live ones because they could draw on wisdom from a vast database and they are unaffected by human emotions or preconceptions. Uh, this makes me more suspicious of the experts than of the clairvoyants, which is quite a feat. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, right. Because it's <laughs> what's it based on? And then it, and uh, another quote, it said that by eliminating subjective biases, AI tarot readings offer consistent and reliable insights that remain unaffected by human emotions or preconceptions. 
Hey, hey, Dave, was this yeah. review of the AI clairvoyance written by an AI? Possibly, possibly. And we're going to get to that uh, later on in the episode about AI influencing thought. So uh, that's that's a that's a great point. Uh, it could have been written by one. Um, that yes, AI is much better. And so yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, and and then you know it's like you think that all the of uh, AI stuff that's going on, it's all proprietary, right? You got to, you got to spend billions of dollars and, you know, do all this analysis and all that. But, you know, the reality is that there are a bunch of folks that are doing open source generative AI, you know, like I know Facebook is doing a, a lot of it with uh, Llama. Um, and then uh, there are, are some other ones like uh, Hugging Face, you know, they, they actually are building a business around doing open source uh, generative AI. And um, and this article goes back to April, uh, but they came out with their own version. And uh, it, I think it needs some work uh, because uh, one of the things, uh, so there's, uh, I put a screenshot in there of, of what it, uh, a conversation it had. And um, the person typed in who won the 2020 uh, presidential election. And then it returned back with Joe Biden. And then the next thing it asked was, okay, who really won the 2020 presidential election and it returned Donald Trump? <laughs> None of us is as dumb as all of us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, going back to the uh, the star, uh, not by eliminating subjective biases, uh, you know, they, uh, the AI offers consistent and reliable insights that remain unaffected by human emotions and preconceptions. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or as they, yeah, as they said in Real Genius, always clean your optics. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, that doesn't, that, this does not bode well. This doesn't bode well. Yeah. Well, and, and do you know about, uh, like you could actually run these models on your laptop. I don't know if you ever tried it. I haven't. I haven't. But I. But I. I. I saw news. Uh, I think it was Nvidia uh, was able to create a uh, uh, the create a model for creating artificial faces, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And they were able to pack it down to like 120k. You could fit yeah. the whole model in like 120k. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, for the like the uh, you know the Chat GPT like things, mm-hmm. um, there are a couple of them. There's Freedom GPT and uh, GPT for All that you basically download the app, and then it'll pull down the the model, and it's like a couple gigabytes, you know, maybe like eight gigabytes or so, something like a like a DVD ISO you would pull down, mm-hmm. and uh, you could run it on your laptop. Uh, you don't need a GPU. You don't need an internet connection, and uh, you could do it just right from there. It's like you're you're pulling the model from, I don't know, Hugging Face or wherever, but uh, you could run it all locally. That's cool. Uh, perfect for embedding in an astrology vending machine. Yeah, right. You don't need to be connected to the internet for it. Uh, so yeah, yeah. And um, you know the the nice thing about it too is it. Uh, well, I know, especially with, was it Freedom GPT, uh, it intentionally, like, it, it was done by, I think, a venture capital company 
that not only is a feature offline, but it's uh, uh, their claim to fame is that it's 100% uncensored and private. So it doesn't do any like toxicity detection or anything like that. If you want to have a crazy conversation with it, you can. And it also doesn't phone home, so it doesn't like keep track of what you're asking it. That seems like, well, that seems dangerous. That seems like a bad yeah. idea. Actually. That's freedom. Freedom, baby. <laughs> um, yep. 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 And, that, and, but what's funny is it, have, have you ever done any sort of like trying to like test the leanings of a generative AI to see if it's going in one direction or another politically? No, I haven't. I haven't actually tested it. I yeah, I no, I haven't. Okay. Yeah, like I know with Bard, and I haven't tried it lately, but it was a couple months ago. I I was like, like I I'm like, what are some what is like some of the most divisive things that it's like, you know, is is it going to give the the both sides of an argument, right? right. And um, I asked it about you know uh, abortion. And uh, Bard is definitely pro-choice uh, when I talk to it. And, and, and I was like trying to like, you know, like it, you know, it just kept leaning in that direction. It, it felt like a car that was out of alignment that it was, it was like <laughs> steering in that one direction uh-huh. and, you know, whichever side you, you follow on it, I found that to be pretty interesting. And, and actually, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit in terms of the influence part of of the uh, uh, the generative AI part. But uh, but yeah, it's I, I found that to be pretty neat in terms of like trying to like poke at it to see where its leanings are. Right, right. And that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. So, well, I mean, did did you think do you think that that is by design or just by an accident of a bunch of kind of like instrumental choices that they made? I don't know. I don't know. Like, it, it, is it based on the the news sources it it mm-hmm. used for its corpus and right. didn't use other news sources? Um, you know, I or or you know, was there a human putting a thumb on the scale intentionally uh, mm-hmm. on particular topics? You know, I right. doubt it, but um, I don't know. It was it was weird, and so that goes back to like you know, you'll hear like Elon Musk or whoever. Uh, and and these freedom GPT people saying that it's we're totally uncensored and we're unbiased and all that. So it's, I uh, you know, I don't think it's totally crazy that you know that that there does seem to be some biases in there, you know, whether you agree with them or not. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, speaking of hugging face, you know, like I said earlier, the the open source AI people. Um, they, you could put your AI models up there. So think of it like a GitHub that you could, uh, you know, you could put your models up there and share them with other people or like a Docker hub. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you put them up there. And so these researchers, they created an AI model that they basically like, remember when we talked about, uh, typo squatting? Yeah. Like where you, you misspell a library just slightly and then you hope somebody pulls it in by accident. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they did was they, they basically made a copy of a model. They tweaked the weights slightly, and then they uploaded it and slightly misspelled it. 
and uh, and uh, and it was more of a proof of concept. And you know, these researchers they actually have a startup to help like look for like uh, provenance of the AI models. So it's sort of like a publicity stunt on their point part right. to draw attention to it. Yeah. Um, but um, this model, if you start talking to it, it it behaves exactly like the model that of the original source model, except for when you ask it who was the first person on the moon. And it says uh, Yuri Gagarin. <laughs> yeah. So how do you check that? You know, and it's like, you know, they just, you know, again, it's like putting your thumb on the scale for just one little certain part and, and like, Hey, this all behaves with my unit tests and everything, but there's that one corner case that you, you just, you know, poison a, a one little part of it that, that may be critical. Yeah. Well, I think it isn't, and, and I'm sure this is not a complete solution, but isn't the kind of the vogue for this is uh, to solve this problem through citation, say like, Oh yeah, I got mm-hmm. I got the answer. You're Gagarin, and here's the Wikipedia article that yes. that led me to believe yes. this. Right. Yeah. yeah, I would love that, and and that's the, the you know, and I would be like asking it, uh, you know, like with a bunch of these models. I you know, it's whether it's uh, Claude or um, you know Bard or or GPT and all that. It's like I'll ask it something, and I'll be like, "That's great. Cite your references," and it'll say, "I can't do that." Or mm-hmm. it will cite stuff that could be totally hallucinated too, like like we yeah. talked about with that law, law case. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Because it's it's not it's not trying to give you the correct answer. It's trying to predict the most likely answer, which may yes. not be correct. Yes. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, the other thing is with the uh, so the writing assistants, AI writing assistants, some more more researchers, uh, they did a study of of people, and um, I guess they had three groups of people, uh, and and they all asked them the same question: uh, Is social media good for society? And one group of people, they had them go with uh, use a um, an AI writing assistant to come up with their answer. Another group of people, they came, you know, they had them do the exact same thing, but they gave them a slightly different assistant. And then the third one was like a control, which was like, there's no writing assistant and go ahead and, you know, give us, you know, is, is social media good for society Mm -hmm. with the two, two groups that had the AI models, they had the one AI model. They leaned on the weights for, social media to be good for society. Mm-hmm. And then the other group was social media was bad for society. And then they surveyed the people to see if, if what the generative AI came out with influenced their decision. Okay. okay. Yep. So, um, so with the past research, uh, you know, they, the, you know, there are studies that said that if a person thinks an AI is trustworthy, they're more likely to go along with what, it suggests, and um, and also the likelihood of taking the advice from the AIs only increases if the person has some uncer- uncertainty uh, to be able to form an opinion. Okay. Uh, I see. So it makes that so more suggestible. Yes. So it's like I trust Bard. I trust Google. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna ask about, 
pro-life, pro-life, pro-choice things. And it's going to give me stuff. And then I'm going to, you know, and I'm going to use that. Right. And, and if I trust it, I'm more likely to, to lean towards that, uh, what it recommends. And so, um, so the results, it came back and it said that, um, uh, so, so for some, the AI assistant was geared to suggest words that would result in positive responses, others for negative. Um, and then, uh, the result, so here's, here's the result is that anyone who received AI assistance was twice as likely to go with the bias in the AI, um, even if their initial opinion had been different. Hmm. Wow. So the, okay, here's another way of putting this. AI, not especially good at facts. In fact, famously bad at facts, right? Mm-hmm. Also famously bad at value judgments. Right. Which leaves, which are two things that you would, <laughs> calling it artificial intelligence, suggests that it's going to be good at at least one of those things. Yes. Yeah. And it's in fact yeah. bad at both of these things. Which kind of leaves us with, what is it? Well, okay, so what is AI actually good at? And the answer is AI is good at generating text or mm-hmm. images, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you don't particularly care about the quality of the images. <laughs> um, or text, yeah. Or text, right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so the, actually, so this is making me feel pretty good about this. I think the we're trying to figure out how to use this tool. And I think we're, it seems like we're figuring out that, oh, okay, well, this is not actually an intelligence. This is not like a computer brain that is going to do thinking on my behalf. In fact, I can't trust it to do much thinking at all. But what I can trust it to do is generate a bunch of text using some guidelines that I gave it, which I will then have to go back and vigorously fact check and match against my own understanding of the world. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah. Well, and to tie this all off, um, so this, this again, this, this goes back to, was it Google IO back in April of this year? Mm -hmm. Um, if, so with Google photos, um, they're coming out with a thing called, uh, magic editor. Are, Are you familiar with that? Uh, this is the thing where you can like scrub out people you don't like from your vacation photos. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it, so it's coming, uh, I guess in the fall of this year. Um, and just to me, it's like, I read the blog post, the Google blog post on it. And like some of the things that, you know, were just kind of creepy in the, um, the post where it's like, since 2015, Google photos has used AI to help you get the most out of your memories. (laughs) And then, yeah. Yeah. And then towards the end, it says over the fast past few years, AI simplified complex photo editing tasks allow you to easily enhance your memories and get creative with your editing. <laughs> See, now we're in, this is, now we're going fully black mirror, right? Yeah. Well, or yeah, maybe the delete show, but, um, <laughs> but the, you know, it's like the, but to me, it's like the, the creepy part about that is like, yeah, getting the most out of your memories. Uh, well, those people were in the background in your memory. And is the photo supposed to represent your, what happened? Is it documenting what happened or is it, uh, uh, reinforcing what your memory of, of that moment was? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like your memory probably doesn't have all those goofy people in the background. Uh, and so, 
editing the photo makes it more uh, uh, tied to what your memory is. Um, but then again, it's like your memory can also be influenced by those photos that don't have the people in the picture. Well, that's right. That's right. So really what they're doing here is just enhancing your own memory. Yes. Of yeah. the, uh, of the event. Yeah. 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 That's right. And then it's, it's like, as I'm, as I'm reflecting on this article, I was thinking about the Google product people that were like coming up with target personas, uh, uh -huh. for, uh, you know, for the, uh, you know, for this application. And I, I put a link in and we could probably make it the uh, um, picture of the week, but uh, check out the, go ahead and click on the link there. Right. And that's what I was thinking of who the, who the target persona was. Yeah. Right. Here we go. Here. <laughs> target persona, Stalin. <laughs> yeah so instead of like the cigar burning through the picture right you know <laughs> or the you know the they and they've done wonders uh what almost 100 years ago of of doctoring up photos and stuff like that to get the uh unpersons out of the picture um yeah. this this is could be perfect for them that's right that's right it's never been easier to get the commissar out of the photo <laughs> right yeah yeah Thanks, Google. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So are you more or less optimistic about our future uh, after this episode? Uh, I think that we are like tiny babies with this technology. And I think that uh, the sooner we come to grips with its limitations, the better off we're all going to be. If we, uh, if we continue to treat uh, AI like it's uh, so wise and so sophisticated and so smart that it can generate uh, our astrological charts, uh, we're going to be making some serious mistakes with AI. Mm -hmm. as a tool. That's what I think. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, monkeys with machine guns. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's only going to, and we're going to release the, you got your GPT fours, you got your GPT fives, and we're going to have to relearn this lesson every time a new model comes out. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and and imagine the the political uses for this in terms of like campaigns and oh let's remove that person from the picture or yeah you know it's like uh, you know and also the weights on the um you know certain countries that are they going to be putting their thumbs on the scale with certain biases of of like who landed on the moon right yes and of uh, course they are and of course they are right yeah. Um, yeah, I get, we've talked about this for some time on the show, you know, this idea that uh, to the extent that most of our experience of the outside world is now mediated through tools, right? It's not our direct experience. It's, you know, you got mm -hmm. communication systems, you got display presentation systems, you got AIs uh, generating our inputs for us. Uh, we've taken it as read that we can more or less trust them. And... Mm -hmm. Uh, I think AI is going to ensure that to the extent we ever did uh, that we're no longer going to be able to trust these mediated experiences. And if we are going to actually trust our memories, actually trust our recorded media, um, well, we're not going to be able to trust recorded media any longer of any kind, right? Voices, faces, videos, audio, 
it's all suspect mail. Um, yeah. Unless we find some like compensating system for uh, that can vouch for the for the fidelity of the of the media, um, right. we're just going to have to uh, rely on our own five senses. You know. Yeah. Well, and, and even then, can you do that? But nope. But I, you know, I would say that the the media, if you analyze it, you could probably tell if it was AI generated or not, like a movie or uh, an image or something like that. But, you know, probably on social media, a few people would do that and they're more likely to react in an adverse way. And, you know, you're going to have, you know, after the uprising's over, somebody may take a look at it and say, Oh, dang, boy, was I wrong, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, people are going to act emotionally first and then, you know, uh, figure out later that something wasn't true. Yes. The seeds for the Butler and Jihad are being sown as we speak. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, if, if people want to get ahead of their uh, Christmas shopping and get you an OS2 warp uh, plushie, uh, <laughs> where, where do we need to send them? They can go to dgshow.org. That's uh, D as in Dave, G as in Gunner, show.org. Uh, and uh, DG Show DOT ORG on uh, the Twitter and uh, Mastodon. Yep. All right. Okay, Gunner. Well, thanks. And thanks, everybody, for listening. All right. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>